Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Just nine episodes left to that big 50. Today I'm chatting to a guy called Nicholas Huggins and he's from a country we've never been to before on this podcast, Trinidad and Tobago. That's just incredible in itself, so it's worth a listen. Um, he's got over 10.9 thousand followers on Instagram and he creates some awesome work uh, ranging from illustration to chalkboard, graphic design, branding and packaging design. Check him out on Instagram, Nicholas Huggins Design. I recently found him through Instagram uh, via his beautiful bright colours and bold use of, of colours in, uh, in his illustration work. But his packaging and chalkboard work has also recently caught my eye. He is definitely one of those designers that I get jealous of because he has so many skill sets and he's, he's really good at all of them as well. So on that note, I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll leave you with Nicholas Huggins all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. By the way, just a little pre-warning, he's got an awesome accent. So yeah, welcome to the podcast. How are you today, Nicholas? Very good, Mark. Thanks for having me on. No worries, no worries. So you you grew up in Trinidad and Tobago, is that all right? Yep, currently live there as well. So how how is that? Because well, obviously I've interviewed quite a lot of people and none of them have been from the Caribbean. So how was it like growing up in the Caribbean? It's a lot of fun. Um, Weather is always pretty much good for the most part, other than I think like around half half year you have the rainy season where it just like downpours every day around <laughs> mid, midday. But other than that, other than that, it's a lot of fun. That's good, yeah. It lies in hot as well, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super hot. Is there, is there much of a design scene there? Right now, for the, uh, the design scene is coming along. There are a lot of really great designers from Trinidad and Tobago. Right. Um, and the nice thing is that everyone kind of knows each other. So it's pretty cool. So it's nice and small, but like a, like a community as well. Yeah, definitely. Because cool. it's... The size of Trinidad is such that most people, once you're in the same sort of, um, I guess, like niche or whatever, you more or less know everyone. Right, right, okay. Cool. And obviously, you do quite a lot of things as well. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. talking about niches, but you do, like, uh, so packaging, branding, illustration, and you chalkboard as well. Chalkboard, like, hand lettering, that's awesome. What's... Yeah, we just recently started doing chalkboard illustrations. Kind of happened by mistake, um, but some someone basically asked me, they're like, do you do chalkboard illustration? And I was kind of like, eh, never done it before, but I just, I was like, I'll just give it a go anyways. Nice, nice. Yeah. And it obviously works as well, so you obviously, obviously have a value for like a lot of design and a lot of creativity, because like, have you ever heard the phrase, a jack of all trades and like a master of none? Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think about that phrase? Because obviously, I don't think it applies to you. Um. Well... So I don't like a lot of the things I do. I don't think I'm a master of any of them. Right. But there's also like a second part to that quote, by the way. Yeah? <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't know it off the top of my head, but there's a second part to that quote. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I I just try to do as much as I can and just try to better myself in every aspect of art or design. You know. Cool. cool. What's what's like your favorite part? Because you obviously do a lot. So what's your favorite bit? Probably package design. Yeah. That's kind of where I've been putting my focus now, especially in within my business. Um, my Instagram page is mostly just illustration, which I just kind of do for fun. And that's sort of like just practice, and that's sort of like the flashy stuff that people see and people kind of like. Um, but for me, I think the, pack, the package design and branding is really where my passion lies. With package design, it because it's for clients, right. you're, sol- you're solving unique problems. Yeah. Whereas for me, with the illustration, it's just basically whatever I like. 
Okay. So it's a lot easier. There's not really, the challenge isn't really there that it is in package design and branding where uh-huh. you have to basically like fully think about everything, including the target audience, the clients, mm. um, all that kind of stuff. So I, I prefer the package design because it gives you more of a challenge, you know? Oh, that makes sense. It just looks like you spend so much time because it's so, it looks so detailed and it looks... They look amazing, obviously, the illustrations. So it just looks like you spend so much time on them. Um, yeah. And obviously, if you want to do more packaging design, it's, it's quite interesting to see that you're doing more illustration on your Instagram. Um, yeah. So the packaging design, uh, you've recently done one for a coconut oil company and also a chocolate branding, a uh, chocolate company. Um, which out of those two are your favourite? Because I love, I like both of them. I'm going to put them both on the screen as well so people can see them. Okay, yeah. Um... Probably, that's a that's a really tough one. <laughs> Whichever one I say, the other client's going to be like, why didn't you choose mine? <laughs> but, um, they're both so different, but I really enjoyed the chocolate for the most part due to the fact that it combined illustration and graphic design and the client was just like blown away by the illustration. So I kind of got to tie in both of my like passions with that one. Yeah. What's the, yeah. What's the story behind it? Um, so there is a lady from Trinidad, well, she's actually Singaporean and she moved to Trinidad because her husband's from Trinidad. I met her like three years ago. I did, um, a logo for her and then she came back like three years after and she's like, listen, Nicholas, I'm doing this bean to bar chocolate. She's like, I'd love for you to do the packaging. She's like, I love your work. And she's like, I don't know what I want, but I have a name and the name is the Midnight Hummingbird. And she's like, whatever you do, don't put a, hum- a hummingbird on it. Nice. Right? That's good to hear. And, yeah. Um, and I was like, cool. And so the idea behind it was that I kind of wanted to give the essence of like a um, beach at nighttime, like maybe like a super secluded beach. And you're sort of like now arriving at the beach. So you're not actually on the beach. You're kind of looking at it from a distance. Mm. And it's at midnight as well, obviously. So that was sort of the idea behind that. Nice. Yeah. I, I love it. It's such a. All of your work seems to be quite detailed. They obviously spend a lot of time on it. Is that, yeah. is that, like, is that true? Yeah, I spend, I spend a ton of time doing it. And what I sometimes do as well is I'll just, um, in my spare time, just create elements. Okay. So, like, I, I have like a ton of like palm leaves, for instance. So, or like other types of leaves. Yeah. So, if I have any job that requires that, I just pull from like an archive of illustrations that I've done. That's cool. That's, I, yeah. How, how much have you built up from that? Because that's, I don't know of many well, people that do that. Yeah, so it's pretty much just like any job that I get. Each job will have a ton of stuff that doesn't get approved or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. So anything that doesn't get approved, I just sort of put in into a, into a file. And then um, also a lot of the illustrations I do on Instagram, because no client technically has paid for it, yeah. it's just basically like, that is like my source material for just, I'll just pull maybe some random stuff from it and reuse pieces of the illustrations in new designs. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, the coconut oil uh, bottle, the packaging you did for that. Yeah. So that was a bit more simple. Like what was the, what was the story behind that one as well? Right, so that was done for a client called um, C, the CGA, otherwise known as the Coconut Growers Association here in Trinidad. And they pride themselves on like fully local products and I mean, they have a wide range of products from margarines, soaps, oils, uh, like just a ton of stuff. So they wanted, this was one of their, this was a new product that they were bringing out. 
and they basically contacted me and they were like, listen, we want to do this um, infused coconut oil. Basically, there was nothing else like it on the market. They had a few like infused olive oils and that kind of stuff, but they wanted something local and something that was obviously locally made and produced. So they contacted me and they were like, we want something super simple. And so I just kind of just went with that. I showed them like two or three options as well. And that was the one that they went with. Nice, nice. Yeah, because yeah. they, they have three different uh, flavors, don't they? they have three different um, things yeah. infused. Yeah. What were they? Were they lemon? Was it lemon, chili? Lemon, lemon, chili, and garlic. Garlic, yeah. So they yeah. got different colors. That's, I like that. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you think that, because obviously because you're from Trinidad and Tobago and you're, the design scene is growing there, do you feel like there's more of a market for design? Do you feel like, because over here in England sometimes I feel like it's a bit saturated? I think there's quite a lot of quite a lot of designers and a lot of competition. Do you feel like do you feel that like over there, or, or do you think it's a bit more free? Um, that's an interesting question. I guess, like technically speaking, there is a lot of competition, but I mean, there are so many, there are a good few designers, but everyone is good at different things, you know. So okay, I feel like people come to me because of what I'm good at, you know. But then people might go to another designer because of what they're good at and because of their past work. Yeah. I mean, there are so many different ways to differentiate between one design and another for clients that, I mean, each each um, each client will just be able to choose based on who they want, who fits their budget, whose work they like, you know? Yeah, oh, fair enough, yeah. So, let's learn a bit, a little bit more about yourself. How did you like learn graphic design in like Trinidad and Tobago and how did you grow up doing, um, doing design? So, I did, I always loved art. Right, but I didn't really know much about different types of art. Yeah. So I mean, I just did I did art class through O levels and A levels, and then I was going to university and I decided I was like, there's only one school I want to go to, and that was um, the Savannah College of Art and Design, SCAD. And so I went to SCAD first year. The first year of SCAD is just like basic courses, life drawing, basic design courses, color theory, that kind of stuff, art history, and um. I actually wanted to go there for illustration, but in my first year, I took a graphic design, like an introduction to graphic design class, yeah. and I just absolutely fell in love with it, and that's kind of, like, since then, it's just been a love affair, but other than that, I I'd never really, I never opened Illustrator until, like, my second year of university. Um, I didn't know Photoshop at all. I'm still trying to learn, like, to master it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I learned literally everything, all the basics of graphic design at SCAD. I knew nothing before I went there. Mm. I didn't even know, like, I didn't really know, you go to SCAD and there are like tons of majors and I had no idea that, like, being an artist, you could basically do all these things, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of opened my eyes. That's cool. Is that so, what's that, like a three-year course, is it? It's a four-year course. Four-year course, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, don't know about I'm trying to like uh, understand it from from what it'd be like over here, and try and compare it to to England. But yeah, so is there much like design in school, or or is that sort of more of a late like like you say arts, or is it taught later on in university? Um, you mean design in school in Trinidad? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not sure how it is now, but like back in my time, it was like based like fine art. So you do drawing, it's just art, painting, yeah, okay. um, print making. You know? Yeah. Well, what, how I actually really got in, like, to, I guess, design before I even knew it was I started screen printing t-shirts. So I cut stencils. 
and screen printed t-shirts, you know? Yeah. So I guess that was design before I even knew it was design, you know? And you have your own printing shop then you as well, so... <laughs> yeah, so that kind of, that evolved now. So I had a, my friends and I started printing t-shirts because for our school fo football team, cool. we decided we'd spray paint t-shirts on, spray paint designs onto t-shirts for, cool for the supporters of the school. And um, then we realized we need a more efficient way of doing this. So we came across screen printing. So we just started screen printing t-shirts and then people would come to us to the screen print whatever they wanted. And then now um, a buddy of mine and I, we started a clothing line called Defmont. And so that's kind of picking up nicely in Trinidad as well. Nice, nice. I like that, yeah. how you, like spraying football, spraying like uh, designs onto football shirts and fan shirts. Like that's... Yeah. <laughs> That's like really starting like from the bottom and then like building up into like screen printing. That's, I love it. I love that story. Yeah. So who, who do you look up to? Like you, obviously illustration. Like, do you take uh, inspiration for for different areas from different people? Um. Yeah, I suppose so. So, I mean, different different parts of my design is inspired by different pe people. You know. So I mean, I think everyone on your podcast has brought up Aaron Joplin. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm super sorry, but I, I have to just reference him as well because, I mean, just based on what he's done, for one, he's such a likable and humble guy, and two, he is amazing at what he does, and he just works so hard, you know? So, yeah. I mean, just in terms of work ethic and just putting stuff out there, I would have, I'd have to use Jacqueline as an inspiration of mine, as well as sort of what he stands for, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, in, he's incredible, isn't he? <laughs> um. Uh, I don't want to like I don't, I don't want to keep mentioning him, but like you say, he's, he's one that everyone looks up to and and loves. Um, so yeah. So have you read his book? I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. What other like have you read many other design books? What other what sort of stuff are you into? Um, well, I've read, I I have a ton of a ton of books upstairs. Um, I really like Sadmeister's book. Things I've read in my life so far. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's another book I have called Design Entrepreneur, where a bunch of different designers are interviewed, a bunch of different design entrepreneurs are interviewed. So guys, like a wide range of people from like Shepard Ferry, you know, like anyone who's basically making making a go at it doing graphic design. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, there's another really cool book called Art and Text, which I always reference. It's not, I guess, it's not really an, uh, design book 100 percent, but they have a lot of like conceptual arts and that kind of stuff cool cool i'll have yeah. to look at those yeah um so you're frozen up a little bit <laughs> i don't know what's you're happening gonna, you're, you're gonna try calling me back no well you can do yeah i don't mind yeah I'd... give me a second then <laughs> so, yeah we're talking about design books so uh, what's the most valuable book you've read what's the most valuable valuable design book you've read um, perhaps the only book I've read cover to cover is Joplin's book. Yeah. But that design entrepreneur book, um, that offers a lot of insight. I haven't read it cover to cover. I've just read sort of like the interviews with the designers that kind of I felt were true to what I do. So yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, any anyone that can offer sort of insight on how to on how to make it and how to do good work while still like running a successful business and all that is to me the most valuable thing as a designer you know yeah it definitely is it that's how we that's how we sort of know each other isn't it because i sent you a you want a design book you want a gary v yeah. book didn't you gary, um gary, 
I love Gary Vee as well. <laughs> have you you've got much into that book? Have you have you like done much? Yeah, of it? yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. Yeah, he's he's an incredible bloke as well. I always see him. I mean, he's everywhere, isn't he? He's on all the social media platforms and always popping out, giving advice. Um, yeah, I mean, like he's definitely. I would consider him to be another inspiration of mine. I listen to his podcast all the time. Though it does get a little repetitive sometimes because he always makes the same points. But I mean, there's always some new valuable information in any of his podcasts. I always find that I need to listen to those points again and again because otherwise it's just not sinking in. <laughs> For sure. So it's good. It's good that he does remember them. Um, sort of really hammers it home. So, what's what's the number one design tip you give to people? Um, that's a good question. Number one design, well, number one tip I give to anyone, regardless of what they're doing, is just hard work. So, and that is true for design as well. Yeah. Nothing beats hard work. No, like, no talent, no nothing. Nothing beats hard work. Once you work hard, once you put out content, once you, like, try to get as many jobs as possible, build up your portfolio, literally nothing beats hard work. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. That's a great tip. Well, uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Awesome, man. Anytime. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Creative Waffle. I really hope you enjoyed my chat with Nicholas. He was awesome to chat to, and I really, really enjoyed it. I love his accent. I just just can't get over it. Talking to all these different people from around the world, it's it's amazing to hear the the accents, because I'm obviously used to this boring English accent that I've got uh, with all the people I talk to on a day-to-day basis. So uh, this is why I do the podcast as well, you know, to get have a bit of fun and, and chat to people with awesome accents as well as creativeness and creativity so yeah thank you very much for listening to this episode of creative waffle you can check out the rest of the episodes on youtube or itunes uh, or wherever you're listening go and subscribe on youtube if you're listening on there that'd be amazing uh, leave a comment down below and share with a friend that, if you could as well but subscribe is the main thing um and if you really want to help us out leave a review on itunes that uh, helps us with the rankings and really pushes the podcast forward. So I really, really would appreciate that if you haven't done it already. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.